Welcome to the NLP UK Training Podcast. I'm Callie Fraser. And I'm Steve Kay. And today we're going to be talking about... A really dirty word. A very dirty word. A lot, a word that a lot of people don't like. Yeah, the S word. Yeah, selling. Uh, selling, yes. So that, for those of you who've got your own business or thinking about getting your own business, this is going to be right up your street. So, so yeah, so a lot of people... When we, you know, when we have people on the practitioner, master practitioner courses, they're like, how do we sell? I'm scared about selling. And it's almost kind of feels like, like say, it's that dirty word, isn't it? And it's got those connotations of that double glazing, pressurized salesman sitting in your living room for knocking, six hours. Knocking on your door saying, I've got some brushes to yeah. buy them. Absolutely. But that's actually not how we think about selling, is it? No. I mean, we do go through this on the Accelerate program. We do go through this on the Practitioner program. But it does take a bit of reminding of people. Uh, so even if you've heard this before on one of our courses, uh, and even if you're on the Accelerate program, good refresher for you. Um, so what we're going to do is cover how we see selling and the process we do to find out what people want and whether we can deliver it. Because most people actually start in the wrong place, don't they? They start with their product and they try and pitch their product. I have this great coaching program. And actually, no one cares about yeah. how great your coaching program is. Yeah. What do they care about, Steve? They care about having their need fulfilled. Let me tell you a story. A few years ago, we had um, we had a woman who used to do some associate work with us. And she said, I'm thinking about stopping working altogether rather than just doing part-time and going all out and becoming a trainer and a coach, mainly coaching. She said, but I don't, I can't sell. I don't like selling. And I said, well, You've run a few of the ILM coaching and mentoring programs for us. And you've been good at that? Yeah, should yeah. I said, you got good feedback? Yeah, I got good feedback. And um, and when you're coaching, what model do you tend to use? Uh, she said, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grow girl. You know, I like the grow model. I said, okay. Well, that's the way I see selling, just using the grow model. Um. And she said, tell me more. And I said, well, the first thing that you have to kind of believe about what you're doing is you're not selling a product that nobody wants. Mm -hmm. You're normally selling something with your NLP and coaching that can do a lot of good for people. Or if you're selling leadership programs um, and leadership information, that helps people, that helps leaders become better leaders. It helps leaders become 15, 20% more effective, uh, which is why so many people come to us. But often customers, let's talk about the corporate customer first. A corporate customer might say, we want a leadership program. Oh, and we'd like it, um, we'd like it certified with an ILM level five in leadership and management. So the first thing we say is, well, why do you want that? And they go, oh, uh, 
And all it is is a coaching conversation. So we say, why do you want that? Which is like the golden grow. And they say, because we've got some funding and we've got people who've got a very scientific base um, and education, highly educated, but very narrow and deep. And we want them to be able to take up leading positions. Okay, got you. And we want them to be able to communicate. Okay. And uh, be more emotionally intelligent. Okay. And be able to delegate to people and have conversations and understand that other people may not be as, as scientifically minded as they are. Okay, got you. So we find out what their goal is and where are they now? Well, most of them, you know, got the emotional intelligence of a brick and they can't really communicate with people. They certainly wouldn't know how to delegate. They'd probably try and do everything themselves. So we kind of find out their reality. Yeah. And then we feed it back. So if we did something on emotional intelligence, we did something on delegation, did something on this, did something on that, repeating back what we've discussed really about where they are, then we would say, does that sound of interest? And they can either say yes or no. And usually they'll say yes. Okay, so what's the next step that we need to take? What do you need to do? To, oh, I need to explore making sure we've got the funding. And if you can let me know some kind of pricing and outlines. And shall we meet again in three weeks' time? Um, and then we go from there. So we never said, do you want to buy this? We've got this great product. Here you go. You can have this. Because they've not asked us. They've not told us what they want. They've told us what they think they might need, but we've not got an understanding of what's yeah. behind that, which is where we're going. Now, the same thing is if you're selling to somebody who's wanting coaching from you, it's the same kind of conversation. Yeah. And the way I'd set it up is I'd say, well, the first thing I'd like to do is just have a conversation with you and explore where you're at and where you're up to. And, um, and if I think that we've got something we can help you with, um, would it be okay to come back to you uh, with some ideas or even explore them at the end of the conversation? And then the rest of the conversation is really a coaching session. So you do your discovery conversations, yeah. don't you? Yeah. So before, um, you know, if I get an inquiry in about coaching, the first thing that I want to do is just get to know the person a little bit to see if we're a good fit and actually to, to identify whether what I do is the right thing for them. And I think that's the other thing, Steve, because... It's also about selling ethically. So if I don't feel that I'm a, a good fit for someone or them for me, or that what I do is the right thing for them, I will not ever try and sell them something they don't need or don't want. So yeah, on the uh, the chemistry calls I have with people, it's really about finding out, again, that role model, where do they want to get to? What is it they want from the coaching? Where, where do they want to get to in life or in their career or at work, the, a work um, goal? 
Um, what have they done so far? What's holding them back? So again, it's just having that coaching conversation to find out as much information as you can. And then you can actually um, tie that in with what you do. So for example, I had a, a, a call from someone week before last uh, that had made an inquiry about coaching. And they wanted some self-development, but wasn't really sure what they wanted. But actually during that conversation, one of the things that came out, we talked about like this on the last podcast, was that um, he actually had a really big limiting belief about himself. And that was stopping him from seeing what was possible. And he felt like he was constantly holding himself back. So I knew based on that coaching conversation that I had something that I had in my toolkit that I could help him. But all the time you're having that conversation, that coaching conversation with a potential client, you're not thinking of selling anything yeah. to them, are you? Your mind's completely clear. You're just asking them questions to get an understanding of their reality, if you like. You're kind of calibrating with them so that you fully understand where yeah. they're coming from and their world and the way they see it. Um, and no time at all is there any pressure thinking, oh, I wonder what I could charge them for this or yeah. what package should I offer? None of that. So you've got your opening kind of line, you know, we'll just have a conversation, we'll discuss, and I'll get an understanding of where you're coming from and what, you know, what, what it is that you need. And then once I've done that, uh, you know, when I think I've got a good understanding, would it be okay if I came back to you with some ideas about how we can move forward? So the first bit and the last bit, are just um, just an opening and closing of the conversation, really. The bit in the middle, it's just coaching. Yeah. It's just a coaching session. And, um, and, and that's all to see it as, really. And I think it's also about the mindset that you go into one of those conversations with. Yeah. So my mindset when I start to have a, a conversation with a potential customer, whether that's a one-to-one -one coaching client or whether it's um, a company that we might be going in to do some, some training with, um, my mindset is always that I assume that if what I do matches what they need, of course they will want to buy that product. Yeah. Um, there's never any doubt in my mind. Um, and it's almost an assumption um, that I have that they will want to work with us. Um, but there's also no attachment to the outcome. Um, so for me, you know, if someone said, well, actually, I'm going to look at some alternatives, that's absolutely fine. Because that probably means that, you know, if they do go with an alternative, they just want our customer. That's okay. It would be interesting, wouldn't it, to just tell a little story about the customer that you've won for us. And um, you've already done quite a bit of training mm. with them. But the history behind that was we had an inquiry. Lorna said, can you talk to these people? Um, and you talked to them, had a conversation, and then you brought me in and we had another conversation. And then you went down to London to yeah. see them and spent some time with them. So all this, you know investment time 
Um, and we carried out the conversation exactly the same way we just described, you know, finding out why they wanted it, what they wanted. And after you'd done the training or before you'd done the training, they said they contacted 12 other NLP companies and all they got back was quotations. We were the only ones that said, can we, can we have a conversation with you? Yeah, because they actually came to us looking for an NLP practitioner course. Um, and actually the program that we put in place for them isn't an NLP practitioner course because it wasn't the right solution for them. So sometimes someone will, will think they know what they need, but actually once you've had a conversation, what they needed was actually a lot more leadership training combined with some NLP. And we've put together a completely bespoke um, training around their specific needs. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, great company to work with. I love working with them. Um, and we've got another program coming up um, next year with them as well, which will be fantastic. All from just having a, a proper conversation to find out what they needed. And um, I've never, so I'm in my 27, 23rd year of doing this, running my own business, but I've never been on a sales training course. And because I always see it as discovering what somebody wants and knowing that what I have to offer is of real value and will be valuable to them um, in a much bigger proportion than the price. So if the price is whatever, 10, the value to them will be 100 or 200 or 500 times. So have a think about it. Try and reframe it in your mind as just a conversation. And uh, that's all it is, just a conversation. And you'll be fine. And once you've done it once or twice, I've got confidence that what you've got is something of real value to help people. Then why wouldn't you want to share it? So... So, guys, that's it from us today. Uh, we will see you back here next time for our next episode. See you soon, guys.